It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. I'm your host Sean Woodley and I'm pleased to have you again for day two of competition. We've got our four contestants already through to the Sweet 16. By the end of today we will have eight and just a refresher on the rules. Uh, each matchup in the tournament will feature seven questions in honor of our dearly departed pasta and sauce salesman Andrea Bargnani. At the end of seven questions the contestant with the most points will be declared the winner and will advance to the next round of competition. The final question is the battle round. It's a multi-answer question in which you'll, the, the, the contestants will alternate answers until every available answer has been guessed or one of them gets three strikes. Uh, without further ado, let's meet our contestants for the opening matchup of day two of competition. First up, the four seed, I believe, or is it the five seed? I should probably have that in front of me. Uh, a seed in the Mike James bracket, a writer for the score, the best damn tennis writer in the world. It's Joe Wolfon. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. Thanks for putting me in the Mike James bracket. I feel like that's where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Is it better than the Bargs bracket, I suppose, right? Is that yeah, what you Mike pre- James was my guy. That was, uh, you know, he was who I grew up with for sure. Yeah. You are the five seed, by the way. Uh, so congrats on that, I suppose. I guess if we're going on historical history. Historical history. Good God. It's Sunday morning. I'm not with it. Uh, if we're going on history, you're in trouble against our contestant for today, who's uh, up against you, the 12 seed in the Bargs region, a uh, loyal friend of the podcast, frequent retweeter of stuff that Raptors Twitter sends out there, uh, a wonderful handle as well, at Gorge Jarbahosa. We'll see if he comes up at all in today's trivia questions. Uh, it's McLean. How's it going, man? Great, great. Good to be here, guys. Uh, very excited to get this thing going. Uh, so just to refresh on the rules, guys, you guys, I think I explained it to it beforehand, but uh, seven questions, you buzz in with your name, uh, just whoever buzzes in first will get the chance to answer the question first. If you don't get it correct, the other person can steal, uh, and most points at the end of the thing will win it all. The final round is where you'll pick up most of your points. Whoever has the most points going into the final question uh, will get to go first in that round. Make sense? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. All right, question number one. Who do the Raptors trade along with two second-round picks in order to acquire P.J. Tucker at last year's trade deadline? Joe. Joe, what you got? Uh, it was Jared Sollinger, I believe. That is correct. So Joe picks up the first point of the game. Uh, many oh. other many other people have uh, struggled terribly in the opening questions, so uh, I think you're... I was, I was, I was shook. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was a softball one. That's one of those ones that it's it's easy, but also it's so easy to forget that Jared Sullinger actually played for the Raptors. So yeah, yeah, a brief and forgettable stint. Absolutely, uh, despite being our preseason savior, <laughs> <laughs> he was really good in that one game against the Warriors in the preseason. Oh, that's true. That was twelve okay. glorious minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number two, Joe, you're up on nothing. Who is the highest drafted American-born player taken by the Raptors in franchise history? Joe? Yep. Uh, Was it Marcus Camby? That is Marcus Camby. You are correct. 
He was the second overall pick in 1996 when Joe was just a young whippersnapper. Uh, 2-0 lead now for Joe. He's coming out of the gates just guns a-blazing. Gun in my blood, James. (laughs) I would have said Chris Bosh probably anyway. Fair enough. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Uh, Chris Bosh yeah. is the third highest player taken by the Raptors. Well, well-crafted question. Yeah, I, I thank you very much. I take a lot of pride. Not that much pride, actually. These are kind of lazily <laughs> thrown together. But uh, you know what? I've had to come up with 100 questions over the last two weeks. I don't care. Uh, question number three. Who took over as the Raptors' interim GM for two months in between the tenures of Glenn Grunwald and Rob Babcock in the spring of 2004? Joe? Yep. Was it Wayne Embry? It was not Wayne Embry. That is incorrect. McLean, you have a chance to steal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go way outside the box here and say, like, uh, like Richard Petty or something weird. <laughs> it would make sense, considering the Raptors' history, that Richard Petty would have at one point been the GM. But no, uh, the correct answer is Jack McCloskey, who uh, yeah. was extremely old at the time. Uh, only was in uh, office for two months. Didn't make a single transaction. It's not even on his uh, basketball reference list of transactions that he was part of the Toronto Raptors. Um, of course, replaced by Rob Babcock not long after, and then Babcock did a bunch of dumb things. Uh, among McClaskey's career, he was the GM for both the T-Wolves as well as the Dallas Mavericks? Detroit Pistons, uh, way back in the day. Actually, it looks like he built those Pistons teams that became really good and won titles. That is correct. Um, His final moves as an executive were to trade Danielle Marshall to the Warriors for Tom Gugliotta and to sign Derek Martin to a a 10-day contract. So, uh, legendary tenure. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff, Jack McCloskey. Uh, The late Jack McCloskey. Um, yeah, he, he was a GM at some point in Raptors history. Wayne Embry was, by the way, a GM for a, sh- a short period of time in between uh, Babcock and, and, and Colangelo. So you were almost right there, Joe. Nice. All right, let's move on to question number four. Uh, Joe's up 2-0 right now. You guys are both shut out on that question. Question number four. How many Atlantic Division championship banners are hanging at the Air Canada Center? McLean. Yep, what do you got? That is correct. The Raptors won the Atlantic Division in 06 07, uh, and then three years in a row from 2013 to 2016. Uh, of course, lost it last year to the, the dreaded Boston Celtics. There's a chance they could get another banner this year. It feels like the Raptors are past the point that they should be hanging Atlantic Division banners, but Joe, will you be excited if, uh, if the Raptors win the division this year and hang another banner? Will you like take some pride in it because it came at the expense of Boston? Um. Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, look, we gotta we 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 gotta uh, fight for what we have, you know. Like at this point in time, uh, you know, until, until we prove that we can win anything other than a division championship, we gotta keep hanging those banners. I think. McLean, yeah, it, you... it gets to a point where it starts looking a little obnoxious. Maybe after five, they can put a single banner with just the years on it or something. I like that. Like five-time Atlantic Division champion, right next to the Bon Jovi banner. Uh... Yeah. Something. I think they may have taken down the Bon Jovi banner. No, I think they put it back up. They did take it down for a while. It's back up now, though. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Close one. Um, I wonder if they win the East this year. And that's a big if, of course, but the Cavs are melting down. Uh, if they win the East, will they just get rid of all the Atlantic Division banners and just put up the, the Eastern Conference title one? I think that would be the cool thing yeah. to do. 
I'm not sure they would. That would be that would be a good like ceremonial thing to do. Just swap mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a really fun ceremony actually. Just uh, swap them <laughs> before the game. Just uh, burn them as they fall to the ground and, uh, and raise the new big ass Eastern Conference the ashes title. Of mediocrity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm here for it. All right, so it's two one after four questions. Uh, this is getting interesting. Uh, you guys are doing better than pretty much anyone else has so far, so good job. These might be easier questions than I've put out so far, but who, who's to say? Uh, question number five. Which of the, this is a multiple-choice question, by the way. Uh, which of the following players scored the fewest points as a Toronto Raptor? Was it A, DJ Augustine, B, Jared Sullinger, C, Jason Thompson, or D, Sebastian Telfair? McLean. What do you got, McLean? I'm going to go with Sully. That is incorrect. Uh, um, Joe, you can steal. I think it's got to be Bassey, Telfair, no? That is incorrect. Uh, wow. Yeah, the correct answer is DJ Augustine, who scored a whopping 21 points in 10 games for the Raptors. Um, wow. Jared Sollinger wow. scored 37 in 11 games, 11 of which came in his first game, I believe. Uh, Jason Thompson scored 87 points in 19 games. Uh, I forgot how much he actually played for them down the stretch. It was it's kind of weird. He played like, nine, like I don't know an, an enough minutes, like 10 minutes a game. Uh, averaged four and four. Don't remember that at all. Uh, and then Sebastian Telfair uh, scored 56 points in 13 games. So Damn. yeah, DJ Augustine forever trash. Uh, so you guys will move on. Likes. You guys will move on. Two uh, one to the sixth question. This is an audio question. So I'm going to play a little clip and ask a question that accompanies the clip. And uh, you got to tell me the answer to the question. So the question, I'll actually give you the question before I play the clip. And you can buzz in as soon as you think you have the answer. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. Which raptor, which former raptor is mentioned in this song? Western Road Flows is uh, been flowing stupid since Vince Carter was on some through the legs arm in the hoop shit. Uh, arm the hoop shit, that's right. Yep. Uh, so good, good job there, and you've tied it up now, going into the final round. This is uh, very tense and dramatic. Uh, I don't know who. I've never had this situation, so I don't even know who's gonna go first. Um, I guess we'll just go with the higher seed, Joe, uh, if everyone's cool with that. Um, is that fair? I don't know. Maybe I should flip a coin or something. I'll flip a coin. I, I don't know. This is this is new new ground. Uh, <laughs> all right, I have a package of juicy fruit in front of me, uh, unopened. It's, it's shows to the sponsor. Yeah, it's symmetrical. Uh, it's you know it's got two sides. One is says juicy fruit on the other. The other says all the nutritional facts, which it seems weird for gum. Uh, Joe, since you're the highest, I'll let you call it in the air, uh, and you can choose whether or not you go first if you win. Sound good? Yeah, let's go. All right, uh, it's going up now. Uh, nutritional facts, I guess. Uh, that is correct. You, uh, it was nutritional facts. So, nice. Joe, would you like to go first? I'll 
Go first, yeah. Okay, so once again, if you get three strikes, you're done. Uh, you go back and forth until there are no more answers to give. And there are ten available answers here. If it gets to a point where... Uh, because Joe's going first, so if Joe gets his third strike and then uh, McLean then on the next question gets his third strike, we will have a sudden death where you guys just go until you get a name. You just say names until you get one correct. Sound good? Yes. Okay. There are nine available answers for this question. On the list of the ten best defensive seasons in Raptors history by Basketball Reference's defensive win shares metric, nine different players appear. Name those nine players. Um, okay. Um, so I, I just named one to start, yeah? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is easily the hardest battle round question I've come up with so yeah, far. Yeah, okay. Uh, Keon Clark? Keon Clark is correct. He had 3.6 defensive win shares in 2001-02. Um, so Joe, you got one point. McLean, it's over to you. All right, jeez, uh, so many. Uh, I'm going to go with my guy, Amir Johnson. Amir Johnson is incorrect. He never made oh, no. the top ten list of best Raptors win defensive win shares season. This very ridiculously specific stat. Uh, so that's one strike for McLean. Joe, goes over to you. You're up 3-2. Um, Charles Oakley? Charles Oakley is correct. He had 3.5 defensive win shares in 2000-2001. So that's two points for you. No strikes for you. McLean, it's over to you now. You have one strike and no points. All right, let's go with some uh, more winning pedigree. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry is correct. He holds the third best defensive win share season by any Raptor. 3.7 in 2015-16. So Joe, it's going to go over to you. It's 2-1. You don't have any strikes. McLean's got one. Um, I want to say... Um, man, Chris Bosh? Chris Bosh is correct. He's the only player to make this list twice. Uh, 3.8 defensive win shares in 03-04 and 3.5 in 06-07. Thanks. McLean, it goes over to you. You have one strike and one point. Okay, okay. Uh, sticking with the, the more winning teams. Jeez. Uh, let's, uh, let's try Patrick Patterson. Patrick Patterson is incorrect. Mm. That is your second strike. Joe will go over to you. You're in the driver's seat now. Um, I guess I'll... Go with Camby. Marcus Camby is also incorrect. Damn. So that's your first strike. And there's a little bit of life here for McLean. McLean, it's over to you. All right, let's go. Oh, man. So I tried the winning thing and second-tier players. Uh, let's go back to uh, Doug Christie. Doug Christie is correct. Uh, 3.6 defensive win shares in 1996-97. Joe, it's back over to you. You have one strike. And it's 3-2 right now in the question for you. Um, Five guys remaining. Sorry, four guys remaining. Okay, I'm going to go with um, Vince. 
Vince Carter is correct. He just made it on the list. Uh, he's number 10, 3.4 defensive win shares in 0304. So it's 4 2 now. Three guys remaining. McLean, you need to get all three in order to win the question. You need at least two to force a tie in a sudden death question. Wow, no, no pressure. I was worried as well, just giving one more. <laughs> Holy smokes. Um, who was locked down? Oh, man. Not going to save that one. Uh, let's go. Ballsy move. <laughs> uh, Antonio Davis. Antonio Davis is correct. Uh, 3.6 defensive win shares in 01-02. It's 4-3 now. Wolfond, you're up. Um, okay. Um, this will clinch it, by the way, if you get this correct. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's... Uh, I'm going to go with... Let's go with uh, with Garbajosa. Jorge Garbajosa is incorrect. Ooh. Is that your third strike or your second? I was my second, I think. Okay. Second. I think, yeah. <laughs> good good refing by me. Uh, yeah, I believe that is your second. Uh, McLean, you have a chance to pull even right now. There are two guys remaining. Bouncing between arrows again. Let's see. <laughs> to remind the listener, you, from what I gather from the audio, uh, you have one in your back pocket that you are saving in a situation uh, in which if you get one yeah, wrong, yeah, you are not, out? Not going to lie, if it came down to it, I was going to say Garbohosa as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I was definitely less confident in that one. <laughs> but I was like, I can't not say it with my handle at all. Right. So, um, yeah, that one's out of the way. But, jeez. Uh, All right, I'm going to just go with my gut here. Uh-huh. Back uh, back in the day there, similar to Garbajosa, I want to try that great season with Rasha Nesterovic. Rasha Nesterovic is incorrect. I'm sorry. Uh, that is your third strike. Uh Wolfon, you have clinched the victory. Do you want to dunk on uh, on McLean in garbage time here and try to get the last two guys? Um, sure. I mean, the only the, the one guy who I was thinking was Anthony Parker. Um, he did is not on the list. No. Nope. Um. Fuck yeah! I don't know. Um, like Luis Scola. Oh, good God, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, yeah, I mean, I was thinking just about, like, the winning or teams because you, you, yeah. can't, you don't really collect that many win shares on, a, on like, a yeah. losing team, right? So, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> Do you want me to give you the answers now? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, well, the number yeah. one season all time for the Raptors in terms of defensive win shares, it's the third player from the 0304 season, which is the Kevin O'Neill year in which they went 33-49 and 49, but only played defense and just didn't play right. any offense. Uh, Danielle Marshall. Wow. 4.9 defensive win shares, 1.1 higher than the next highest. He is uh, three times... 
three, three, the, the difference between him and Chris Bosh for number two is three times as big as the difference between Chris Bosh and Vince Carter uh, at number ten. It's bonkers. Uh, so, Daniel Marshall was the original 3 and D man. Daniel Marshall yeah, he, was incredible. That season was, was just ridiculous, team. man. Uh, the, yeah. like, the eighth best season uh, all time for the Raptors in terms of total win shares. Uh, he only played 68 games because they traded for him at the start of the year. 16 and 10, shot like 40%. He was ridiculous. Uh, I talk a lot about Darnell Marshall on this podcast. You want to know the last guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if we go by position, like with most minutes played at position, the best season by a Raptors small forward defensively in the history of the franchise oh, per defensive Jamario Moon? Yes, it's Jamario Moon. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 3.6 in 2007-08. So, uh, I thought those two I would be the ones that would be uh, the hang-ups, but when I went back to that team and settled on Rasha there, I was actually blanking hard on who was around the small forward rotation. And right. That, yeah, that would have been a good one. It's a bummer, uh, McLean. Thank you so much for uh, for taking part. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Um. Hey, I'm glad I didn't flame out completely. I'm glad <laughs> I came down to the wire, got some uh, some nerves up. Uh, Joey W is uh, a worthy uh, opponent, and uh, look forward to him going forward and crushing the rest of the competition and uh, crushing all the uh, the major tennis coverage as well. Yeah, Joe, uh, good job on all the Australian Open stuff, by the way. Uh, Thanks, man, much appreciated. You are the Roger god- Federer is a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You remain the goddamn king, and you're the king of this uh, at least first round matchup. You. Uh, you pulled through as the five seed. You're not going to play Andrew Joe Potter in the next round. You're actually going to be playing uh, Charles, who uh, beat Andrew in the last round uh, pretty convincingly. Because Andrew yeah, Potter is still salty over the uh, the refereeing controversy. I listened so. back to it. There is no way he said his name. There's no <laughs> goddamn way. I, the review says there's there's no chance. He's like the the appeal process is not going to work. Uh, so yeah, you are going to move on to play Charles in the next round. Uh, the 13 seed in the in the Mike James region. You're in the same bracket. Uh, if you move on to the round of eight, you will play the winner of. Uh, I mean, probably William Liu, if we're being honest. Uh, <laughs> he's the he's the one seed. He's he's the uh, he's the powerhouse in this bracket. Joey Cash is in this bracket as well. Uh, Vivek wow. Jacobs in there too. Sirit Sohi's in there as the eight seed. She's not very confident in her abilities. I feel like she's going to be better than she said she will be. Uh, also, Dave Soriel. Uh, sorry if I'm screwing that name up. Dave actually won a Hoop Talks event uh, or a Hoop Talks round or something at a Hoop Talks event uh, a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. So uh, loaded division, loaded loaded bracket. But Joe, you're moving on. Congratulations, uh, and we will talk to you guys or talk to you next week or whenever we do this again. McLean, hopefully we can. Uh, have you go on like a revenge tour next year if I do this again? And uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on, guys. Certainly. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, All right, Sean. we are going to move on now to the second matchup of the day uh, in just a second. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. 
Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, welcome into the second matchup of today's action with the Lockdown Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. Uh, joining me for the second matchup of the day, the, oh, what the hell are the seeds here? I should have pulled that up before this. Uh, Justin Rowan is the sixth seed in the Andrea Bargnani bracket, the Barks bracket. Uh, of course, a host of the Chase Down podcast on Leverage the Chat, uh, Fear the Sword writer, closeted Celtics fan, uh, all this good stuff. It's Justin Rowan. What's going on, buddy? Not too much. Um, I like the Cavs. I'm I'm heading into this without home court advantage. So let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's see how this is going to go. <laughs> oh, but are you okay right now? Is everything fine? Oh man, I am just so ready to burn everything down. <laughs> it is fantastic. Did I not see a tweet where you suggested trading LeBron today? Uh, uh no, no, no. I I oh. said they should accommodate him for a sign and trade so he can find his best life. Okay, they should trade him by Thursday. That'd be more fun. Um, That'd be hilarious. Oh, it'd be so Tank beautiful. for RJ Barrett, and then you guys can be really <laughs> mad about that. Because we won't be able to beat you, but we'll at least have Barrett. <laughs> uh, and joining the, the show today to go up against Justin, uh, probably the favorite, I, I'm, I'm guessing, this is one of those 11-6 matchups where it's like a mid-major school that's the number six, and an 11 that's from like a power conference that squeaks in in a play-in game. Uh, but it, he's a two-time runner-up at Hoop Talks Trivia. Didn't pull it out either time, but hey, Runner up two times, uh, frequent friend of the show, question asker on Mailbag Podcast. It's VTech Poppy. How's it going, buddy? Not bad. How are you? I'm great. Uh, I'm ready to get this thing going. So here are the rules for you guys. I briefly sort of filled you in before we got on here, but I'll just uh, recap again for everyone who's listening. Uh, who, I mean, everyone has heard, this is the sixth matchup people have heard. So if you don't know the rules by now, I don't know what you're doing. But uh, the rules, there's seven questions. Most of them are going to be worth one point. Some of them will be worth two points. Uh, I'm not sure there will be any of those in this round, but uh, some are worth two points, so I'll specify beforehand if there is. Uh, The final question of the seven questions is a battle round. Uh, There's multiple answers for the question. You'll go back and forth, uh, starting with the person who's in the lead after six questions. You'll go back and forth until one of you gets three strikes, or there are no more uh, answers left to give. And whoever has the most points at the end will win the matchup and move on to the second round of the tournament. Uh, you guys buzz in just by saying your first name, and I will. Uh, I'll go to you. If you get it wrong, the per- the other person can steal, and uh, that's it. Any questions? So we jump in by like I yell out, Justin. Yes, that's your buzzer. Oh my god, that is fantastic. All right. I mean, I, th- this is a very stolen idea. This is uh, Corbin Smith does his, does that on his podcast. I just there's no other way to do it in an audio medium. Like, I, I, <laughs> I could have mailed out different buzzers to all 32 contestants, but that would be stupid. So uh, mm-hmm. we're we're stuck with this. So thanks to Corbin for the the inspiration for this. Uh, any questions before we start this, guys? I'm good. Okay, I'm good. All right, cool. Uh, let's go. Some of these questions are going to be repeats because it takes a lot out of me to make all these questions, but uh, just bear with me, everybody who's listened to the podcast. They won't all be repeats. There will be some that are new. 
All right, first question. Who was technically the Raptors' first round pick in 2008? In 2008? Oh, God. <laughs> um, my God. Uh, Mohamed Roy, uh, Roy Hibbert? No, that's the second round pick. Oh. Wait, uh, Bargnani. Well, Justin, you didn't call in your name. Uh, Justin, Bargnani. Mohamed, I'm going to give it to you because you said Roy Hibbert. Uh, even though you corrected Wait. yourself, I'm going to give you the point because it is Roy Hibbert. He is their correct answer. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Justin. It was not Bargnani. He was uh, a different year. Uh, that won't oh, come up it. in this. Yeah, he was 06. So, um, was he? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, one other for Muhammad. You got to be more sure of yourself because next time you question yourself, I might not be so kind. Um, no, I seriously thought he was like a second round pick, like 55th or something. No, why would I say 55th? Oh, yeah, whatever. No. He was oh, the. S- I should have been tipped off. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. the 17th overall pick and traded for Jermaine O'Neal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, so what other Muhammad after one question? We're off to a rollicking start here. I will say, uh, just say your name, and then I'll I'll defer to you. Then you can give the answer. It's a little easier that way for my brain. Okay. Uh, <laughs> instead of just yelling your name and then the answer. All right. Uh, next question: Who did the Raptors trade along with two second round picks in order to acquire PJ Tucker at last year's deadline? Uh, Justin. Uh, Justin. Oh, um, shit! They traded away. T- no, Terrence Ross was, uh... Nah, I didn't know. I just said my name. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad, do you have a chance to steal? Uh, Chair Sullinger and two second-round picks? Yes, uh... Yeah, you, the second-round picks were mentioned in the question. But yes, Jared Sullinger is the correct answer. Uh, a very illustrious career. Jared Sullinger played with the Raptors. A grand total of 11 games. Uh, alright. Moving on. Two nothing now for Muhammad. This is uh, beginning to be a bit of a blowout. I'm thinking, Justin. I, yep. I, uh, don't don't worry. I'm gonna blow the lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I to flip the switch here. <laughs> I mean, if anyone is experienced in that, I guess it's a Cavs fan. I mean, you don't. No, we we, we don't do anything. Let let's be perfectly clear. <laughs> oh man. Uh, hold on one second. I just gotta pull something up here on Basketball Reference just for my. Uh, all right, you guys ready? Yeah. All right, question number three. Yeah. Who was the Raptors' interim GM during the winter of 2006 between the firing of Rob Babcock and the hiring of Brian Colangelo? Uh, Muhammad? Yeah. Ed Stefanski? I have no idea. It was not Ed Stefanski. Uh, okay, then. Justin, you have a chance to steal. Um... So the interim GM? Yes, he was, was only the was GM it, was for. It Colan- was it Colangelo, and then he took over after? No, no, no. The Babcock got fired. There was an interim GM, and then Colangelo was hired. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, the correct answer is Wayne Embry, who is still. Oh my! Shout God. out to Wayne Embry. God yeah. damn it! He's still working with the team legend. as well. Uh, I've, I've erased that uh, from my memory. When, what? Wait, he was the GM of the Cavs at some point? Wayne Embry has um, he has a lot of affiliations with the Cavs organization, okay. yes. Okay, all right. That's okay. Uh, the news to me. I've only ever known him as like the guy who's standing in the corner watching Raptors games from the tunnel. Uh, and I guess he was a, a good player back in the day as well. But All right, so you guys get shut out on that question. It's 2-0 uh, two, two for Mohamed going into the next question. Uh, which one of these do I want to pick? Some of these are good. Um, 
All right, this one, this is a tricky question. Uh, it's a long question, just bear with me, and I probably wrote it poorly, so uh, we'll see, but uh, here we go. Currently in the midst of its 23rd season of existence, the Raptors franchise has still been left out of the playoffs more often than it has played into late April. Assuming the Raptors franchise best streak of consecutive playoff appearances continues over the next, you know, some odd years, in what season will the Raptors reach the 500 record when it comes to making the playoffs or not? Uh, Justin. Yeah. What? So they're in their 23rd season now. Yep. Um, so that, and they've made it, they've made it, this will be their 10th season, so it'll be 13 more years after this. No, right? that is, uh, no, wait. that is incorrect. Uh, Muhammad, you, Muhammad, you have a chance to steal. <laughs> uh, okay. I was expecting Justin to get that right, so I wasn't even going to do the math. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, I'm just going to throw out a guess and say after, I don't know, 10 seasons? Uh, No, you guys are underestimating the the great history that is the Toronto Raptors franchise. Uh, The answer is 2020-2021. That is uh, four seasons from now. After oh, okay. you were right, Justin. I thought you were going to get it. You were on the right track. After this season, it'll be ten of twenty-three. Next year, it'll be eleven of twenty-four. The year after that, it'll be twelve of twenty-five, and then the year after that will be thirteen out of twenty-six. Oh God! Twenty twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo's first season with the team, um, I believe. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, that was great. Yeah, good, good job, Justin. I How know that it's a very clunky question, but hey, uh, I thought it was all right. <laughs> if it involves math, I don't, I don't want nothing to do with it. This is a typical Raptors first round series. Nobody wants to win. No, no, this is definitely the. This is actually more resembling, I think, the Heat Raptors series. If we're being, uh, if we're gonna pick Knicks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So through four questions, it's uh, two nothing for for VTech Poppy. We move on to the next question. Question number ten. In July 2015, the Raptors traded the rights to former second-rounder Tomislav Zubcic for what veteran NBA player? Uh, Mohamed? Uh, uh Rittenauer? That is correct. God damn. God damn. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I only know that because I remember what it said. I don't remember whose pod was uh, talking about him, but somebody mentioned Luke Rittenauer a few, a few days ago. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and I'm sorry that you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, all right. Well, after five questions, it's three nothing for Mohammed. Don't worry, Justin. There's still a chance to. Uh, hey, man, I'm I'm not worried. Right. I, what I care about more than anything is being right. And before we started recording, I said I'm going to get smoked. So. <laughs> Uh, the final round, you can still make up ground, so uh, Sweet. it's going to be okay. Don't worry. Uh, all right, this question is an audio question. I'm going to play a little bit of an audio clip. I'll ask the question before I play the clip, uh, and then you can just buzz in with your answer while the clip is playing or once I press pause or whatever you want to do. Uh, does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which former Raptor is mentioned in this song?
Yes, have anything. Which former Raptor is mentioned in that song? Uh, I should know this. Justin, I'm just going to take a flying guess. I'm going to go Damon Stoudemire. Uh, Justin, that is incorrect. Damn it. You have a chance to steal, Muhammad. Uh, I should know this. Uh, I forgot, but I'm just going to take a guess and say Vince. <laughs> Well, that was a good guess. That is correct. Uh, what? <laughs> the uh, the lyric from uh, Western Road Flows, of course, is been flowing stupid since Vince Carter was on the through the leg arm and a hoop shit. Uh, so, congrats on that one. That you've gone. I should have remembered. I should have remembered that Drake is a bandwagoner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, after. Hey, no one's bandwagoning for Justin after this. Uh, it's 4 yeah. nothing through six questions uh, for Muhammad. We're going to go on to the final question. This is the battle round. Uh, Muhammad's going to start because uh, that's the rules. Because he's been destroying me. Yeah, he's just <laughs> eviscerating you so far. So we'll give him the opportunity to further add to that. Uh, there will be a lot of answers in this question. So there's lots of time to catch up. There's lots of opportunity for you, Justin, if you get on a roll here. Last week we had a big comeback. Katie Heindel had a big comeback in this question uh, on the battle round question uh, when she you know, didn't get anything in the first few rounds either. So uh, there's a chance. Are you guys ready for this? All right, so again, just to refresh the rules, uh, you go one for one until you, one of you has three strikes or the uh, or all the names have been given or all the answers have been given. Sound good? Okay. Sorry, he gets the first chance to answer. Yes, here, right? yes. Cool. All right. During the 2007-08 season, 17 different players spent some amount of time on the Raptors roster. Name those players. B-Tech, you're first. Uh, Andrea Bargnani? Andrea Bargnani is correct. So that is one point for you. Justin, it's over to you. Uh, what year again? 2007-2008. Uh, um, this was the year that the Raptors lost in the playoffs to the Magic. Oh, Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. That is correct. Mohamed, back to you. Uh, Jose Calderon. That is also correct. Justin, back to you. Uh, Carlos Delfino. Carlos Delfino is correct. Uh I miss Carlos. He was good. He was sixth on this yeah, team in scoring. So good. Yeah. He finished sixth on the Raptors in scoring that year. Not bad. Uh, all right. 2-2. Back to VTech. I'm going to guess Jermaine O'Neal. Jermaine O'Neal is incorrect. What? Yeah. Oh, well. Whatever. He was traded for after the It was the, the next year, remember? You, yeah. you answered the damn We literally <laughs> just answered this question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I thought, what is it, he was traded too for that, uh, whatever. Yeah, but Roy Hibbert would have been drafted in the 2008 draft, which would have followed the 2007-08 season. So, no. Jermaine O'Neal was still on the Pacers this year. Oh, uh, well. All right, one strike from Muhammad. Justin, the door is open for you to make a comeback here. Okay, so I have to name one more player there. No, you have to name a whole bunch more, but you you have an oh, advantage crap. now. You're, you, okay, yeah. so it went. If that was the year before Jermaine O'Neal, all right, it w- Andrea Bargnani wouldn't be there if it wasn't for him looking over his shoulder at Rasho Nesterovich checking in every time he <laughs> missed a shot. Uh, Rasho Nesterovich is correct. Uh, yeah, he played seventy-one games for the Raptors that year. Started thirty-nine. I think this was his first stint with the team. He came back later, but. Uh, that is correct. Justin's now leading this round 3-2 with no strikes. Vitek, it's back to you. Uh, TJ Ford? 
TJ Ford is correct. Very good TJ Ford. Uh, he played 51 games and I think his back broken this season. So uh, oh. poor TJ Ford, but also he was very good at basketball and, and I miss him. Either way. Reminder that Al Horford was a piece of shit even back then. Yep. Uh, oh. <laughs> Part of my friends. We don't need to talk about Al Horford today. I'm, I'm oh, still God, fuming. I... Still fuming. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I'm tired of the Celtics. Oh, so tired. Tuesday's going to be lovely. All right. Justin, it's uh, 3-3, but you have the, the advantage right now with no strikes. Who do you got? Was Capono still there? Jason Capono was on this team. He played 81 games. Oh, my God. He shot there we one, go. He shot 1.53s a game because w- why wouldn't Jason Capono? Because he was scared to shoot wide open shots. Why would he ever shoot any more than that? Um, right, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so seven guys have been named, and uh, it's back over to you, VTech. Uh, there's ten guys remaining on this roster. Uh... I'm not so good with the older team, so okay. We're really running low here. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven guys into seventeen, and it's already getting thin. Yeah, it's not a good team. Oh guys. my god. I'm just gonna guess Mo Pete, but I'm I'm pretty sure he wasn't on that team. No, Mo Pete was not on this team. He was gone to the Hornets by now. Um, all right, that is your second strike, Justin. The door is super duper wide open right now for you. I'm I'm trying to think who replaced Mo Pete. So there's Delfino, there was Capono. Was Anthony Parker there yet? Anthony Parker was there yet. He started yeah, all eighty-two. Oh yeah, he started all eighty-two games for the Raptors. Uh, he was actually there okay. the season before as well, uh, and he was very good. Oh, I loved AP. Cavs legend. This. Um, he, if AP's there, I'm really excited because now I know who else is there. Oh shit! Uh, all right, so Anthony Parker, by the way, uh, twelve points, twelve and a half points a game, four boards, two point two assists on forty-four percent shooting on three point seven attempts. This dude would be. Uh, basketball Twitter erotica uh, nowadays. He, he would be legend. He would be like uh, he'd be super annoying. Like he'd be like Chris Middleton adjacent in that uh, Noel would like to appreciate that he's actually good because people would talk about <laughs> him being so good all the time. Uh, all right, damn, it is five three now. You still have some ground to make up here, Justin. Of course, you were down four nothing coming in. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, the... but now, now we're in my sweet spot. We're we're in the the, <laughs> the Calderon era. Right? Also, Vitek sitting on two strikes. So if he uh, washes out here with one of his next picks, you just go till you get three strikes, Justin. So okay. Um. All right, Vitek, what do you got? Oh my god. I'm trying to remember was uh was Jorge injured that no, no I think Jorge was injured uh, whatever Jorge Garbajosa but I think he was injured the year before wasn't he Jorge Garbajosa is correct he played seven games this season what? uh yeah he got injured in the seventh game of the year I believe and then never played uh, again okay. poor guy poor guy uh I think okay. that's right I might be wrong this might be his rehab tour either way Jorge Garbajosa is correct um. Yeah. Just. Hey, uh, just well, yeah. Seven I games did not think him. he was still there at that point. Yeah, he barely. He wasn't, I, thought, I thought he was injured. He was sort of there. He wasn't really there in spirit. But uh, yeah, just seven games for Jorge. It's over to you, Justin. What do you got? 
All right. So the the guy that my light bulb there was Apollo thirty three, Jamario Moon. Hell yeah, Jamario Moon was on this team. Uh, he started seventy five games for this team. Oh my god. That is... <laughs> See, I thought this. I thought this was like pre him starting every game. Another Cavs legend, Jamario Moon. <laughs> Actually, from an earlier question on today's show, Jamario Moon owns the best season in terms of defensive win shares for any small forward in the history of the Raptors. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty dark, isn't it? Hello, <laughs> dark. Yeah. Either way, Justin, you are up to 6-4 in this question. There are seven answers remaining. Uh, you need VTech to sort of wash out here pretty soon if you want a chance. But it's still very much alive. The total score is 8-6 to six right now. VTech, it's over uh, you. Okay. God, who's on that team? That's kind of the question. (laughs) What a miserable franchise. (laughs) This team made the playoffs. Didn't they get swept? No, it was like 4-1. They lost in 5 to the Howard uh, Magic. Uh, Yeah, another guy I'm guessing was... I'm just going to get... Wasn't he like in 04, 05 or something? Juan Dixon or something? Juan Dixon is correct. Holy shit. Oh, uh, shit. Okay, good. That's a no. big one. Uh, yeah, he played 36 games for the Raptors this season. Uh, it was not particularly good. He shot 43% I, from deep, but uh, on one attempt a game. Uh, I only remember his name because of Trivia Night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually thinking Juan Dixon. That was going to be one of my later picks. All right, well, Justin, um, it's over to you. Was P.J. Tucker there? P.J. Tucker was not on this team. He was drafted the year Bargs was in 06. So, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's your first strike. Still alive. Still kicking. Over to you, VTech. Uh, yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else was on? Uh, crap. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Need an answer. I have no. I'm done. <laughs> You're just I'm not even gonna say a name. name. All right, that is. Uh, that's gonna be your third strike. Yeah. Pretty uh, weak ass way to go out, but. Uh, <laughs> now you're just sitting here hoping Justin doesn't get uh, three more corrects for the tie. Uh, God. Justin, you need to get three. You Justin, have, I'm counting on you. You have two strikes to go. <laughs> I'm going to try my best. Uh, my light bulb there was Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys is oh correct. Uh, a young and spry 22-year-old Chris Humphreys. Uh, well before all the stuff, uh, he played 70 games for the Raptors this season. <laughs> Shouts to Chris Humphreys, the guy that the Raptors traded Hoffa Arujo for. All right, 7-5 now for Justin in this round. Uh, overall, it's 9-7. So you need to get two more, and you have two strikes to work with, Justin. Did we already say Joey Graham? We did not already say Joey Graham, but that is correct. Uh, not the best season for Joey Graham. In a season of bad season, or a career of bad seasons, he played just 38 games, uh, 3.6 points a game. That is correct, though. You are one away. From forcing at least sudden death, and you still have uh, four guys to work with and two strikes to potentially uh, take the uh, the outright win. Luke Jackson. 
Luke Jackson is incorrect. Shit. I believe he was on the season uh, before as well. He actually played in the playoffs in the Net series. Yeah, I remember Luke. So that is your second strike. Oh! Uh, what's his last name? Primo something. Uh, I need I need a last Primo name. Primo Brezic. That is correct. <laughs> All right. Primo's I, I Brezic, the original. With the Primo. Yes. The original yes, yes. Primo's pasta and sauce. Uh, yeah, he played 13 games for the Raptors. I thought he played more than that. Just 13 for his Raptors career. He was bad. Uh, so you have now forced at least sudden death, Justin. You can go for the win here if you get one of the final three remaining names. Was like Nathan Jawai there? Nathan Jawai was not on his team. Damn it. God damn it. That's some drama, though. I feel like I should have had some, uh, like, intense <laughs> music underneath there or something. Might have to do that in post. Uh, so after the battle round, we're sitting here tied at nine. Uh, what an excellent performance by Justin. Good God. The remaining three players, uh, Linton Johnson played two games for the Raptors that season. Uh, Former Mace- president. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Maceo Baston played 15 games, okay, and, yeah. uh, Der- and Derek Martin played 17 games. You are making up these names. You know, De- Derek Martin's a, a legend in these parts. Die, Derek Martin. Yeah, 36-year-old Derek Martin was on this team. Good lord. Uh, all right, I'm going to go to one of the remaining questions I have here. That'll be the sudden death question. Uh, I have never Can had we this just before. Jump in? Uh, you say your name, please say your name, and uh, okay. we will go from there. All right, you guys ready for this? Yeah, okay. All right. Who is the highest drafted American-born player taken by the Raptors in franchise history? Mohamed. Yep. Uh, who is? Well, who? Need an answer. Oh my God, Terrence Ross. Incorrect. Uh, Justin. Justin, uh, give a chance to steal. Chris Bosch. Also, oh my God. also incorrect. What? The correct answer what? is Marcus Camby, who was the second overall pick in 1996. Oh. <laughs> can, I get, can I get the win because I was higher than him? Uh, no? <laughs> Forgot Camby, that's right. <laughs> oh, man. I hate this franchise, man. All right. Uh, running out of questions I have available. Okay. <laughs> Sudden death round number two. I'm glad that I ruined this for you. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Sudden death round number two. How many Atlantic Division championship banners are hanging at the Air Canada Center? Justin. Mohammed. Justin was first. Uh, what? Four. Oh. I swear to did God. I hear I your, like was... Did I hear your answer correctly? You said four? Yeah. Four is correct. Yes. <laughs> wow. Justin, uh, can I contest this and say that I felt I, I, like I was first? No, you were Wanna not. Want to know the best part of that? Want to know the best part of that? Look. I knew it because of that damn BMO commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, the Raptors are Atlantic Division champions in 06-07, 13-14, 14-15, and 15-16. Uh, just... Uh, Monumental collapse by Muhammad here. I am pretty disappointed. I told you this was gonna happen. He's gonna try. <laughs> this He's is. Uh, I mean, we should not Celtic really. I knew. I was gonna blow a lead. 
I mean, we you you have proven through your exploits at Hoop Talks Trivia Nights that you are uh, just you can't not choke. It's it, you are playoff Kyle Lowry. Uh, two straight losses it's, it's in the finals. Really, really a Celtics fan. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I blame those older rosters. I'll it's not that, that old. It's only ten years ago, man. That's not that old. Oh my. That's a playoff team. Such terrible teams. That was a playoff team. Yeah, but uh, I remember uh, that year fondly just because of Calderon taking over for TJ <laughs> Ford. Uh, uh, so Jose. Yeah, how does it feel to have him be your best point guard right now? Uh, it's it's fantastic, man. <laughs> it's uh, it's a, it's a weird tradition the Cavs have of relying on old <laughs> rapid players past their prime. <laughs> From starting Anthony Parker, Jamario Moon getting a lot of burn, and yeah. too many stars called their own. Uh, isn't it great? It's uh, I can't even. Ah, uh, well, hopefully this is the last week Isaiah Thomas is on my damn team. He seems real miserable to have on your team. Uh, He's so, the worst. Yeah. Anyway, Justin, congratulations. I hope this win uh, brings some light to your otherwise dark days uh, with what's going on with the Cavs <laughs> these days. Um, just, I, I'm very impressed. That was the, the the most dramatic finish we've had so far. We've never even gotten to sudden death, let alone you know double overtime here. This is uh, a monumental day in the, in the tournament. Uh, a really great first day upset. I'm still calling this an upset, really. Like I, I thought for sure Muhammad was going to have this, um, but no. He, what do you have to say for yourself, Muhammad? Listen, <laughs> things things happen. And that's how life is. I just like how last week you ripped on Sahal for being the one who uh, who, who lost so handily. Yeah, but Sahal was the higher seed. Uh, yeah, but like you were in spirit. I only made like the media people the higher seed just because I don't know why. I'm biased against the media. A pro media bias here. Um, but yeah, uh, this is. This is big. So moving on to the next round. Justin, you're going to be playing actually a hoop, probably my favorite to win right now after his first round performance against Sahal where he absolutely cleaned his clock. Uh, Cashton Fitzsimons, who uh, has in the past won a singing competition at the halftime of a Raptors game. Uh, he has a signed OGN and Obi photo on his desk and uh, once met Bebe. Said he has a beautiful, beautiful smile. I believe that's all the resume he sent in. Well, um, you know what? I, I got a signed number three Kyle Lowry jersey. So you know what? Oh my God! Really? Cashton has a signed Andrea Bargnani jersey from when he won that tournament, uh, that singing competition. So uh, I'm gonna get one. Of, the loser between you two has to donate your signed Raptors jersey to be the prize for the winner of this tournament. I think. Uh, okay, that works. My, my Lowry jersey has a smudge. He smudged it as he was signing it, and that's when the shade really started. I was like, come on. I got, like, this black marker on here. I can't wash this. Disgusting. It's uh, a hassle. It yeah. really is. All right, well, Justin, congratulations on your win. Uh, we'll see you in a few weeks for your second-round matchup in the Sweet 16. Muhammad, good God, man. We'll see you in the next Hoop Talks <laughs> trivia, I guess, and uh, hopefully you can redeem yourself because this was disappointing. Listen, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> You you certainly are a playoff Kyle Lowry. Good God. Uh, All right, guys. Thank you so much. You blew worse than a 3-1 lead. You know that, right? Yeah, it was a 4-0. It was a 4-0 lead. When I went up 3-0 and I was saying to myself, this guy's going to get one. It's going to be 3-1 and I'm going to blow up this lead. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh. The fear. Fantastic. (laughs) 
Fantastic. All right. Thanks, guys. This was fun. Uh, and Justin, we'll see you soon. And uh, we're going to be back in just a second with our third matchup of the day. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. Uh, Getting into our third matchup of today, the second day of competition. Uh, And we had an injury replacement last minute. We'll get to that in a second. But for the first part, uh, the first half of our matchup, it is a very special guest on the podcast. Someone who has been on the show before, who has no real in-depth knowledge of the Toronto Raptors. It's Lucas Han, the host of Locked On Clippers, who... Uh, wanted to be in the in the in the tournament, and I said, "Why the hell not? Let's see what you can do. Maybe we can have a crazy Cinderella run through the tournament." Lucas, how are you? I'm good. I, I hope I can get a point. All right, we will see in just a few seconds if you can get that point that you seek. Uh, up against you in today's trivia matchup is a uh, co-host with me on the Hoop Talks podcast, a uh, regular on this podcast as well. It is Mitch Robson. How you doing, man? Well, you know, I was left out of the initial bracket by you, some co-host friend you are, but uh, I'm here to avenge that slight and uh, win this thing. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I was looking for, like, two more media spots to fill out the the entire thing, and Lucas was one of the last two people that got in, as lo- along with Russell Petal, uh, who was competing mm-hmm. in the next matchup on this podcast, uh, and I, for some reason, like, thought there were two spots, asked three people, and put the two first first people in, and then realized I had left you out, and I uh, felt pretty bad about it. But hey, it all worked out, you're in this anyway, and now you're on the bottom side of the bracket, the fan side of the bracket, bracket where I'm not sure if that makes your path easier, but it, it, you are a lower seed now because of it, uh, so that, I guess, makes it more interesting. I believe this is an 8-9 matchup. I should probably have the seeds up, um, but I think it's an 8-9 matchup, because I think, Lucas, I, I put you as the 8 just because uh, you don't know anything. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I was, I remember being pretty offended. Yeah. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta face a one seed next round. Uh, you will face. I got. Let me pull the bracket up here. Uh, See what I did there? Just admitting I've already won. <laughs> it's the mark of a champion. I so mean, he has to face a one seed next round. Uh, That's not fair. Uh, I mean, the one seed is. Oh, if you win, you'll play Josh Lewenberg in the second round. Ooh, uh, I'd love to play Josh Lewenberg next round. Assuming Josh wins. For me. Assuming Josh wins. Uh, he's up against Dennis Reynolds, the brother of Dan Reynolds, friend of the podcast. Uh, and editor of Raptors HQ. And I think Dennis has some upset potential there, but uh, we will see. Uh, this is the matchup we're on now, though. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah, let's roll. So ready as I'll ever be. So to explain the rules, it's seven questions. Most of them are one-point questions. There will be the odd one mixed in there. We can potentially get two points. I'm not sure if there will be any of those in here. Just kind of random based on the list of questions I have here. Uh, the last question is the battle round question, which there are multiple answers for. You will go back and forth until you don't have any answers left to give or until someone has three strikes. Whoever has the most points at the end will win and uh, move on to the second round to play the winner of Dennis Reynolds and Josh Lewenberg. Uh, everything makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're going to buzz in just by saying your first name. Make sure you're clear. Uh, enunciate that first name for me, and uh, I will get to you if I hear your name first. Sound good? Okay. Okay. All right. Let's uh, pick a question here. I got a long list here. Okay. 
Which of the following players, question number one, which of the following players scored the fewest points as a Toronto Raptor? Is it A, DJ Augustine, B, Jared Sullinger, C, Jason Thompson, or D, Sebastian Telfair? Mitch. Lucas. Mitch. Yeah. Sully. Jared Sullinger is incorrect. He scored oh. 37 points over the course of 11 games played with the Raptors. Um, close, Damn. but no. Lucas, do you have a guess? Yeah, I'm going to go with Jason Thompson. That is incorrect. Jason Thompson actually scored the most points of any of these guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was only there for a little while coming. He was a bio guy. Finals minutes, didn't he? Uh, I believe. Yeah, it was kind of dark at that point. Uh, (laughs) I don't think it was like something they wanted. I think it was when like Jonas was hurt and stuff. Um, Let me pull up his actual numbers with the team. I have it here somewhere. He played. He scored 87 points in 19 games. Uh, and he played a grand total of 19 games with the team. So, yeah, sorry. He played, played 15 minutes a game over that time. Started six games, which I don't remember. Um, but yeah, he was like a reasonably useful bio guy. He scored more points than all the other guys here. Uh, Jared Soldier, again, 37 points, 11 games played. Sebastian Telfair scored 56 in 13 games played. And TJ Augustine is the correct answer. Oh, man. He scored just, wow. He scored just 21 points in 10 games. He was ass. All right, we will move on. Uh, ah, that's scoreless. Surprising. Yeah, I was surprised by that too when that I was, was going that through. That was it. my chance at a point, and I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next question here. Uh, question number two: Who was the Raptors' first round pick in two thousand eight? background there when you guys uh, has to sorry. what do you guys has to sorry. buzz in um five four three two oh bitch yeah roy hibbert roy hibbert is the correct answer <laughs> never in a million years yeah trade he was, yeah, he was traded on draft day uh, for Jermaine O'Neal, who sucked ass also, and was eventually traded, I think, for Sean Marion and some other stuff. Uh, pretty dark time in Raptors history. And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, Mitch is on the board. That's the first question correct. Uh, one nothing Mitch. Dead air. What's that? That was superb dead air while we thought of the answer. If yeah, I'm nice, a... if I'm nice, I'll edit out some of the dead air. And actually, it wasn't really dead air because whatever's going on at your place in the background was kind of peppering the uh, the ambient sound in. So, um, yeah. But you can I, put a little cricket sound effect in, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if I cared enough about production, yes, I would do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it remains to be seen whether or not I will. The game show style music I've come up with for this thing is enough, but. Uh, all right, so it's one nothing for Mitch after two questions. Let's get into question number three. After trading Rudy Gay in December of 2013, the Raptors very nearly continued to tear, continued to tear down by trading Kyle Lowry to the New York Knicks before James Dolan got scared of Masai Ujiri, having already been swindled by the Raps GM and twice in recent memory. What was the reported return the Raptors were set to receive from the Knicks according to a 2016 Jeff Zilgit report? Mitch. Yep. Tim Hardaway in a first-round pick. Incorrect. Oh. Lucas, would you like to venture a guess? Oh, I really have no idea. Is that I don't a, even know if I can 
<laughs> I'm trying to. What was the What was the year again? It was the, the 20, 2013, 2014 season. Jeez, I don't know. No, I don't, right. I don't even have a guess. The uh, correct answer is Iman Shumpert, Meta World Peace, and a first round pick. Oh wow! Good God, that okay. would have sucked. I mean, it would have well, been cool to have. Round pick. <laughs> What's that? I got the first round pick. You did. Uh, you didn't get yeah. the correct answer, though, unfortunately. Off the front rim. Yeah. <laughs> was Tim Hardaway even drafted at that point? I don't think he was. Well, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know why Tim Hardaway in a first round pick popped into my mind immediately. Yeah. Iman Shumpert, baby. That would have been really dark. Like, really dark. It would be pretty sad. <laughs> I don't know if I'd have, like, the will to do this, like, elaborate tournament had uh, the Raptors traded. Kyle Lowry for Iman Shumpert and Meta World Peace and like a 2020 first round pick. I don't know if I would have been able to do it. I might not have even hosted this podcast, really. I mean, yeah, but then you could have taken RJ. So that's true. That is true. Yeah. I mean, but it would require the Knicks to be bad, and if they had Kyle Lowry, maybe they aren't so bad. Yeah, yeah. lots of like, find a way. Yeah, that's true. They are the Knicks. Uh, all right, so uh, it's what, what nothing after three questions. You guys are uh, lighting it up here. Let's get to the next question here, question number four. During the 2013-14 season, in which the Raptors franchise was revitalized, the Raptors were without their famed mascot, the Raptor. Why was he not working that season? Mitch. Mitch. Towards ACL. That is incorrect. What? Lucas. Wow, I'm blowing this. Do you, know, do you, you have a chance Tours to Towards Achilles. That is the correct answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The Raptor did. I knew, uh, yeah, the Raptor did. I wouldn't have been able to do it without Mitch's wrong answer. <laughs> wow. Just, uh, throwing yeah. a team. The Raptor did tear his Achilles before that season. They went mascotless. Did Stripes make an appearance that season? No, yeah, it was Stripes. It okay. Was Stripes the whole season. Yeah. yeah, and the Stripes was relegated back to the 905 team. Um, yeah. Well, there was before 905, there was that year in between where they had both just all the time. Yeah. Stripes is ass. Why is he here? He's bad. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> Just never, never what the Raptor could be. I'm very happy the Raptors' Achilles is back and functioning, assuming it's the same guy. It's definitely the same guy. Uh, and, yeah, he's, he remains one of the best mascots in the league to this day. All right, four questions in. It's tied 1-1. We got an upset brew in here. This How is many like, questions are there total again? Sorry. There are seven questions in honor of Andrea Bargnani's number. Uh, the last question is the battle round question. All right. All right. Uh, let's pull up a different question here. Um, bu, bu, bu. I should be more prepared. Now I just have like a big list of questions that I'm just scrolling through for what I think is good or not. All right, you guys ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Question number yeah. five. In July 2015, the Raptors traded the rights to former second rounder Tomislav Zubcic for what veteran NBA player? Dead air. It's great. Love it. Lucas. Lucas. Luke Ridnour. Luke Rittenauer is the correct oh, answer. No. <laughs> yeah. Give me oh, the no. give me the Slumdog Millionaire backstory as to why you know that. <laughs> um. Well, I just know that Luke Rittenauer got traded like seven times that summer. Yeah. And I, I was thinking about the Raptors. I was thinking, I don't think it was anyone who ever played for them. No, he that never he never played a deal. Game. They cut him so immediately. So I'm just thinking, you know, you know, it just kind of all came together for me right there. Oh man. Uh. As a salary cap person, that I guess that like that was all salary cap <laughs> maneuvering the Luke Ridnour stuff. So I guess that was uh, unfairly skewed towards you. 
Hmm. All right. Interesting. <laughs> Mitch, you have no excuse. Mitch, you have no excuse for being down two one right now. Like not even a little bit. We play oh, games like this on, on. We play games like this on our podcast like all the time. You've been to Hoop Talks. Have, I didn't have any time to prep. You've also been to Hoop Talks trivia nights before. Yeah, this is your life. You you go to games all the time. You write about yeah. the team. Luke right now never played a game, so it's relevant. <laughs> That's fair. Still, you should know it. Um, right. Once again, right. like there have been Hoop Come Talks trivia nights that you have attended. You should know like kind of what I'm going for with these questions. Uh, anyway, it's 2-1 Lucas after five questions. Uh, this is big. If Lucas goes into the final round with the advantage, he'll get to go first. And uh, With a 3-1 lead, we, we all know how that turns out. Yesterday, on the last matchup, uh, this doesn't matter now because people have already heard it, but uh, VTech Poppy, friend of the show, blew a 4 nothing lead to Justin Rowan, of all people. <sighs> Disgusting. That's, hate- that's hateable. Despicable. Um, anyway, let's go on to question number six. This is an audio question. Uh, I will ask you a question, I will play the clip, and you can buzz it any time while the clip is playing uh, once you think you know the answer. Sound good? Okay, Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Which former Raptor is mentioned in this song? Mitch. Yep. Who Williams. Jesus, that was... Uh... Did you even hear it? <laughs> yeah, I heard the beat. Yeah, it was a very, very was intro of the beat. Oh. Like six man, six man bumps. Yeah, uh, the correct answer is Lou Williams. Uh, I was expecting this could be a question where, where Lucas might have a chance, considering Lou, Lou Williams is currently yeah, Lou Williams is a Clipper now. taking a dump on the league as a member of the LA Clippers, but uh, I guess not. Mitch, that was impressive. It's 2-2. You've redeemed yourself somewhat here. Uh... We're going to go into the battle round question, tied two. Are you, are you guys ready for this? First of all, Lucas, before we get into it, what's the Lou Williams experience like for you? Because I hated every second of it when he was a Raptor, but it seems different now. Oh, he's been so fantastic. Yeah. He's been amazing. Does he take a lot of uh, 28-footers at the end of the shot clock or at the buzzer at the end of a quarter? I mean, some of them, not, but not like... Mostly, it's if a possession goes awry, it's more of a bailout. You know, every team has a few of those a game. But no, his shot selection for the most part has been pretty good. And then as he gets hot, the shot selection gets a little questionable, but <laughs> he's making them. But you know, for the most part, I think he's done a really good job this season of letting the game come to him, and right. then kind of you know letting letting shots come to him in the flow of the offense. And then once he gets a few easy buckets, a few good shots going then, you know, you know how quickly he can catch fire. But yeah, he's been fantastic all around, really. That, uh, that surprises me. I mean, I'm happy to hear... I mean, I... I think I wrote about this when I had, like, a dumb old blog back in the day. Uh, just how much I sincerely hated watching the Williams play. Like, there were, like... If there was at least two quarters a game where he would close it out with a dumb shot, and, like, it was weird when he didn't do it, it was uh, it was an experience. Anyway, uh, glad to hear Lou Will's uh, doing fine. He's going to fetch you uh, a bounty of first-round picks, perhaps, at the deadline this week. Who knows? Anyway, let's go on to the final question, the battle round question. Again, there are multiple answers for this question, and you go back and forth. Um, I'm actually going to flip a package of Juicy Fruit 
because I don't have a coin, but I have a package of Juicy Fruit sitting on my desk. Uh, to, because you guys are tied to determine who goes first. Uh, Mitch, you can call it in the air if you'd like. Uh, there's a Juicy Fruit side and there's a Nutritional Information side. Uh, just call it in the air. I'll let you know when it's in the air. Sound good? Yep. All right. Uh, it's in the air. Nutrition Facts. Uh, nutrition Facts is, in fact, what it landed on. So you get to go first in the battle round question. <clears throat> Let's go. All right. Once again, multiple answers. We'll go one for one, uh, three strikes, and you're done. All right. All right. There are 10 possible answers for this question. You guys are at 2-2. Two, two. Here we go. Just 10 players in Raptors history as of February 3rd, 2018 have played in at least 400 games for the franchise. Who were those 10 players? Ooh, okay. Morris Peterson. That is correct. He played 542 games for the Raptors. Lucas, over to you. DeMar DeRozan. That is correct. He's the all-time leader with 646 games played. Mitch? Chris, Chris Bosh. That is correct. 509 games played for Chris Bosh. Lucas? <clears throat> Jose Calderon. Jose Calderon is correct. He's uh, third on the list with 525. And you guys are tied at two with no strikes either way. This is where it gets hard. I now. think the strikes are coming soon. Yeah, this is where it gets tough. Mitch, now. you're up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Over how many games played was the question? 400. 400? Hmm. Um, Which is like Vince. not that many. <laughs> Vince. Uh, Vince is correct. He played 403. Oh, wow. So that's uh, three at points. The buzzer. Yeah, three points for Mitch. Yeah. Lucas, over to you. Um. <clears throat> oh, I think I have a good one. Um, Bargnani, right? Bargnani is correct. Favorite. He played 433. Mitch, over to you. Amir Johnson. Amir Johnson is correct. He played 451. So um, it's 4-3. How many left now? Two? There are three remaining. 4-3 for Mitch. Lucas, you're up. Uh, this might not come down to strikes. It might just come down to... I mean, if one person gets a strike, that's going to be deadly here. <clears throat> um, Lowry? Kyle Lowry is correct. He tied Vince Carter oh. with 403 uh, on Sunday. So now it's at fours. Two guys remaining on the list. No strikes for either of you. One strike could end it all. Mitch, you're up. This is difficult. 400 games played. I will not cheat. How, how many <laughs> are left? Who's, who's the heinous person saying to cheat? Oh my God, Mitch is cheating! The fans <laughs> in the apartment are, are yelling at me to cheat. One who wants me to cheat and one doesn't want me to cheat. <laughs> Hi, Jordan. How, how many are left, Sean? Uh, two are left. Two are left. Okay. I'm going to go with... Oh, my God, this is difficult. Need an answer. 400 games... Yes, we've established that. What's Give me. What's that? We got a, We got a shot clock. I'm gonna count them down in a second. Did you say something, Mitch? No, I'm wait. Give me a shot clock. All right, five, <laughs> four, three, two. Doug Christie. That's wrong, though. Doug Christie is incorrect. He played just 314 games as a Raptor. Oh, okay, that's more than I thought. Uh, it's my large adult son, Jonas Valanciunas. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Jonas Valanciunas is correct. 
He has been there his whole career. Yeah, he's at 411 games in his career. Oh my god, I thought he had more than that. Oh no. no, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, good god, it's five four for Lucas now. Mitch, you're sitting on one strike. There's one guy left on this list. There's one guy left on the list. Yep. Is there a lifeline I can use? There is not. There's me. (laughs) Twelve. Okay. Eleven. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Six. Five. Four. Three. Alvin Williams. Alvin Williams is correct. Yes! <laughs> Let's go. 407. Alvin Williams. What's that? I don't I don't think I've ever even heard that name before. Alvin Williams was the starting point guard for the Raptors for like six six seasons. He was there during the run to the second Shit. round. Uh, oh, wow. here at, at Canadian University Basketball National Championships, I shared some great times with Alvin Williams. So <laughs> Yeah, he's uh seventh all time Valentunis, I would have never gotten Alvin Williams. He's seven all times seventh all time in games played, fourth all time in assists. Uh he's lower down in points. He's thirteenth in points. He was pretty good for a while. He was like a very standard, like late nineties point guard. He was just kind of solid. He was acquired in the Damon Stoudemire trade. He was no Damon Stoudemire, but hey, he was Alvin Williams. He was a big part. He hit the didn't he actually hit the first winning shot that the Raptors ever yeah, had in the yeah, playoffs series? Yeah. He's like a top five most important player in like yeah. franchise history. He he won the, the Raptors' first playoff series in game uh, what was it three against the the Knicks or was it five when they beat them? Yeah, I can't remember. It was the five and five. Yeah, I was like seven years old, uh, but he hit the the clinching shot. Than that. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so now what do we do? Is there overtime? There is a sudden death question. And I will, uh, let me pull it up here. Are we, are we back to buzzing in? Is that Yes, you're back now? to buzzing in. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, back to buzzing in. And uh, this one. Okay. Let's see. It's a barn burner. Which one do we want to use here? All right. Here is uh, to decide it all. Buzz in. It's, uh, what's the total score? 7-7 seven, seven right now. It's, uh, it's very tense. Uh, if I if I'm smart, I'll put in some tense music underneath this uh, this part of the podcast. The sudden death question: Who is the highest drafted American-born player taken by the Raptors in their franchise history? Lucas. Lucas. Marcus Camby. Fuck. Marcus Camby is correct. Wow, this hurts. This hurts. <laughs> Good lord. I'm kind of floored right now. Uh, yeah, Lucas, congratulations. You are moving on to the second round of the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bragnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. Mitch Robson, what the hell do you have to say for yourself? Okay, well, you rigged the question so that uh, Lucas was going to win. You said it earlier in the podcast. What? <laughs> so I'm playing this uh, this game under protest, and I'll be filing an inquisition with the league. Yeah, the appeal. I am the league. Uh, the appeal has been denied. Uh, <laughs> sorry, bud. What happened? What happened? Like, honestly, honestly, the questions weren't that like raptory. Uh, there was one literally about the raptor that you you did get right. And fair, fair See, enough. That one was tough. That yeah. one was. T- if I would have just waited on body parts instead of going off my first instinct, I don't know if we'd be here right now. <laughs> uh, you should have got the. You should have gotten the Shumpert 
Meta World Peace first round pick one. That was uh, that was like the biggest story that came out last year at the trade de- or at the All Star game or whatever it was or something. There was a big Jeff Zilgit story about it two years ago or something. I don't remember exactly when, but that... I prefer Sam Amick, so I'll, just, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Uh, but you know what? This is a, a tough win. As an eight nine matchup, it could have gone either way, so I'm really not that hurt by it. Yeah, but, uh, um, I, I'm not giving you that excuse for the seeding because had like I not forgotten to put you in this tournament, you would have been a higher seed for sure. And uh, yeah, you would have well, been probably like a top four seed just based well, on what I know about your Raptors knowledge. So I'm pretty disappointed in this. Lucas, mm. uh, do you have any words of acceptance you would like to say? Yeah, you know, first I'd like to thank um, my friend Noah. When we were growing up, he decided to be a Raptors fan in Southern <laughs> California. And so that's where a lot of my knowledge comes from, a lot of time with the Raptors in 2K. And then uh, kind of the Clippers just being Raptors West. The Raptors are Clippers East the last few years, so... A little bit of knowledge there and then pretty much I think I'm lucky that that there weren't a ton of questions from the very early days of the team because probably like pre Bargnani era I really don't know much at all except the name Mo Pete so oh and Marcus Camby yeah, yeah I mean the Marcus Camby well, question Marcus, Marcus Camby was a clipper fair enough Marcus Camby was a clipper at one point in time okay um, that fair enough I didn't even think he was a I forgot he was a clipper I mean the yeah. Luke Ridnour one I'm, I'm probably most impressed that you got but all around. Bravo, sir. Uh, we will see you for the second round, whenever the hell that comes. Mitch, you're like the third high seed who, who's been like really just like heartbreakingly upset so far. I'm, I'm the high seed. I, I mean, uh, sorry. I'm I mean, third like... He's the higher... Pushing this narrative that third, I'm the high seed. Yeah, I would say like third guy who like the Vegas money was on coming into the tournament. I don't who's think the lost. Vegas money was on me. It was too late in the game for people to wage these bets. That's fair. I, I, I probably should have put you in the bracket earlier. Maybe we would have avoided this crazy trap matchup with, you know, right. the, the, the Raptors maven who is Lucas Han. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You didn't even get that question out of your mouth before you had Marcus Camby ready to go. <laughs> it was a nice piece of answering. Yeah, we actually have a separate Skype message where I'm just feeding him answers. That's uh, that's how it all happened. Um, I could see that. That, of I course, is a lie. This is a completely above-board operation. Uh, Mitch, I'm sorry you lost, buddy. Uh, Lucas, thank you for coming on. Uh, yeah, you guys, absolutely. You guys were fun competitors. And Lucas, we'll see you soon against either Dennis Reynolds or Josh Lewenberg in the round of 16. Mitch, we'll see you never. Uh, thanks so much for, uh, for, for hanging around, everybody. Uh, and we will be back with the final matchup of today's action in just a second here. All right, welcome to the final matchup of today's uh, action in the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. Uh, been a very dramatic day so far. A couple of overtime matchups so far, a big comeback, uh, an upset win in the last round. It's uh, It's been quite the day. So it's on Russell and uh, Serge to wrap things up here with uh, some dramatic stuff. Uh, let's introduce our contestants. First of all, the I'm going to redo that because I'm an idiot and I uh, lost my train of thought and I don't have the bracket up, which I should probably have up. <laughs> well played, sir. Russell, it's just like old, it is just like old times. <laughs> Hey, I I was recording uh, a podcast the other day and I forgot to hit record for like twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, that also is a thing that I've never done. Uh, ever. I was about to say that's all. That's also a Woodley special. Yeah, never ever done that before in my life. You've never done that. You did something where we had. I've to, absolutely we done that before. That it, wasn't, it wasn't usable. Of course, I've I done recorded that before. a full pod with you. Yeah, of course, I've done that before. Um, <laughs> 
I'm an idiot, as we've already covered. Okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's try this again. All right, welcome into the final matchup of today's action in the Locked On Raptors Andrea Bargnani Memorial Trivia Tournament. Uh, some crazy action so far today. A big comeback, a four nothing comeback uh, by Justin Rowan against Vitek Poppy. Uh, just a disappointing and frankly embarrassing performance by Vitek Poppy. Uh, we have Mitch Robson losing to Lucas Hand, uh, the Clippers fan who doesn't know anything about the Raptors. It's truly been a wild day on the Locked On Raptors trivia tournament. So uh, we gotta wrap it up strong with this final matchup of the day. Uh, let's introduce our contestants. First up, the seven seed in the Mike James region, uh, a former regular on the Raptors HQ podcast, a writer for Number Fire, uh, and a whole bunch of other places around the internet, and uh, f- father of child who might uh, intermittently you might hear in the background. It's Russell Petal. How's it going, buddy? It's going well, man. Yeah, if you hear some like half English, half French kid asking for another episode of Pop Patrol, that's uh, <laughs> that's my son. Fair enough. Uh, and uh, up against Russell today, the 10 seed in the Mike James region. Uh, you might know him from Twitter as at Surge Tacular. It's Surge Lishuk. Lishuk? I screwed that up. God damn it. Lishuk. Don't, 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 don't worry about it. My, uh, <laughs> my, my go-to in high school was always like, just don't worry. Opposite of, more, opposite of more Chuck, right? <laughs> yeah, less Chuck? Pretty much. It's the funny part is if you spell it out in English, it's like seven letters, and in uh, original Ukrainian, it's like six, four. Oh, well. Uh, so everything is very confused. That seems very fair to uh, <laughs> people trying to pronounce it now. Either way, I welcome. have a quick question before we start. Yeah. Was the Justin Rowan comeback? Was you just asking Cleveland related questions, or what was that? No, it was just uh, VTech Poppy completely collapsed. It was. Uh, it was pretty remarkable, I gotta say. It, uh, Justin has watched. Like credit to him, like he's watched a lot of Raptors. I think. Um, like he's definitely been an observer of the Raptors for a long time. And like, I think he watches just as much Raptors as, as Cavs, um, over the last 10 years or so. So yeah, he was all right. Uh, I respect, I respect the commitment. Yeah. Uh, Lucas hand on the other hand, just doesn't watch the Raptors at all. Barely knows anything about the Raptors, but somehow pulled it out against Mitch Robson, which is, uh, pretty hilarious. Super disappointing for Mitch. Um, no, it's especially hilarious because it happened to Mitch. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> all right, guys, you ready to get this going? He said before he lost to uh, to someone. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, let's uh, get to the rules here. Seven questions. Most of them are worth one point. Uh, some will be worth double uh, for little bonuses here and there, but I don't think any of those are in this round. Um, either way, mostly you're worth one question. You buzz in by just saying your first name. Uh, if you buzz in first, you get to answer first. You can steal if you, the other person gets it wrong. Uh, the last question is the battle round. This is a multiple answer question where you'll go back and forth until there are no more answers left to be given, uh, or someone gets three strikes at the end of that. Whoever has the most points will win and move on to the second round, and that person will move on to face the winner of uh, Joseph Cacharo and a listener uh, whose first name I don't, I think it's Pete or something. Um, I'm just going by his Twitter handle here. But Joseph Cacharo is the favorite to move on in that bracket. Uh, of course, famed from the score and Raptor blog back in the day. Uh, but we have business to get to first here with uh, the first round matchup between you two. Are you guys all understood? Do you guys want to get this going? Absolutely. All right, cool. Uh, let's start with question number one. And once again, some of these listeners, I'm, I'm repeating them because it's really hard to come up with all these damn questions for all these damn matchups. Uh, this was quite the undertaking. So if people haven't heard the questions, I figure, why the hell does it matter if I reuse some? All right, question number one. During the 2013-14 season, which the Raptors franchise was revitalized, the Raptors were without their famed mascot, the Raptor. Why was he not working that season? 
Russell. Russell, what do you got? He, 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 did he have a torn ACL? That is incorrect. Uh, did he? I thought he broke his arm. That is also incorrect. He had a torn Achilles. <laughs> oh, I was so close. Yeah, <laughs> tore something. In fairness, Mitch also said torn ACL, got it wrong, and then Lucas stole just guessing that's a, Achilles. That's a, that's a bad omen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember I have a few, a few friends who worked for the Raptors, and they kept talking about it, and I was like... Because they have the mascot um, unit conventions. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Zach Lowe wrote like a, a thing about it because it was he was like pretty sad that he got hurt or whatever. Because I mean, the Raptors amazing, and to have an entire yeah, of season of the Raptors, one of the best. Yeah, pretty disappointing. Yeah, uh, it was a Grandland story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, B. There it is. So, so uh, that proves that none of us read Grandland. Yeah. Well, uh, speak for yourselves. Anyway, I, was say, I read it pretty religiously. But... <laughs> no, I, don't. I know, so did I. <laughs> Be better fans, guys. Come on. Either way, let's move on to question number two. Uh, this is a difficult one that I think I've only thrown at one person so far, or one one matchup so far, but I feel like you guys can do it. Uh, it's 0-0 after the first question. Question number two. Currently in the midst of its 23rd season of existence, the Raptors franchise has still been left out of the playoffs more often than it has played into late April. Assuming the Raptors franchise best uh, streak of consecutive playoff appearances continues for the foreseeable future, in what season will the Raptors reach a 500 record when it comes to making the playoffs or not? Oh my god. That's a lot of loaded question. Are we, are we talking year or... Yeah, give like me the, the season number. in which they will reach uh, the, the 500 mark. And also, when does the train arrive in Philadelphia? Um... Serge? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 2022. That is incorrect. Damn it. Russell, you have a chance to steal. Okay. Um, what else say 22? Um, 23? That is incorrect as well. The correct answer is 2020-21. Uh, oh, yeah. we overshot. So yeah. they've made it nine out of twenty-three seasons. Once this season's over, it'll be ten out of twenty-three. Uh, after next year, it'll be eleven out of twenty-four. Uh, after the twenty nineteen twenty year, if they make it again, it'll be twelve out of twenty-five. And then the season after that, twenty twenty twenty-one, will be the thirteen out of twenty-six mark for a five hundred record. Uh, just digging that themselves. That is some intense math to do in your head in the like. Yeah, I know it was it was a tough one. I'm gonna admit it's a tough question. It's one of the harder ones, but uh, you know whatever, uh, deal with it, I guess. All right, you guys are scoreless through uh, two questions so far. This is uh, doing well. This is incredible. Uh, yeah. You're not the first people that've been uh, toilet bowl. Yeah, you're the first person people that have been like this. Um, yeah. It, okay, let's get to the next question here. One second. Let me find one here. Okay. Question number three. With the Raptors' partnership with Drake has come a new frontier of culinary exploration. What is the name of the Drake-themed item on the Air Canada Centre concessions menu? Not fair. I live in Montreal. I can't even get the game. (laughs) (laughs) The last game I've been to was the Golden State game, and I don't remember anything because it was such a euphoria. I haven't been to a game in the OVO era, uh, so I'm uh, I'm at a loss. I I I, I honestly couldn't couldn't tell you because all I get is a beer and get the hell out of there because it's twelve dollars a beer. So we're going uh, no answers given here. <sighs> I I have nothing. Uh, I got started nothing. started from the bottom. Now we're beer. 
I appreciate the effort. Uh, <laughs> it would have to be a dip on the six. I would assume it would be something no. with the six. Uh, the correct answer, and I, I, I asked this, Russell, like, I, I mean, I'm not doing it based on the what the knowledge of each person is that I know coming in. I'm yeah, no, I get it. The questions I have, but uh, I feel like they've talked about this before. Like in larger, uh, they they probably have. There's also an episode of Locked On Raptors in which I spoke with the uh, head chef of the ACC, in which we talked about this dish as well. Um, so if you're a podcast listener, you might have an advantage. The correct answer I just is. Just want to make me feel bad for not listening to your religious. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is it. is hot lime bling. It's a uh, hot lime, as in uh, like with an M in it. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, like buffalo chicken fingers with like a lime attached to it. It feels like yeah. nothing I would ever order. I've ordered oh, it before. It's delicious. I want one now. I've ordered it before because uh, during the playoffs, they don't have a media meal, and you just get to go with concessions. And I usually get myself get myself some hotline bling because it's. Uh, I Is mean, it? It's fine. Does the partnership still exist? Yeah, I mean, they still have that yeah. for a season. It's still that? on the menu. Uh, it's been on the menu for like three years now. It ain't going anywhere because it's a it's a hot seller. It is. I think it's like fifteen dollars for some chicken fingers with a bit of lime squirted on top. Either way, you guys are uh, just burning it up here. Uh, scoreless three, three yeah. rounds. Off to a great start. <laughs> this this round, this uh, matchup will go down in history for sure. Oh, uh, I'm sure it will. All right, the, the next uh, couple should be potentially a little easier, but who knows? Question number four. Who did the Raptors trade along with two second-round picks in order to acquire P.J. Tucker at last year's deadline? Oh, uh, Russell. Russell. Jared Sollinger. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. You stole that from me. That's, uh, Where's your points? That's one Where's of those... Jared Sollinger? Now. Uh, he's playing in China, I think. Uh, so that was uh, a good investment by the Suns. Um, remember when <laughs> Sollinger was supposed to be, like, the starting power forward and save everything? And his foot yeah, throw. that was cute. Yeah. Either way, that's one of those questions that like it's it hasn't tripped anyone up yet, but I feel like it could because like Solinger is he was such a just like a figment of our imaginations for a season really. Um, so and PJ Tucker was so fun that he almost forgot what preceded him. Either way, uh, Russell's on the board through four questions with a one nothing lead. Uh, Dominant. Yes, it's uh, yeah. it's truly truly remarkable. Let's get to the next question here. Question number five. Who took over as the Raptors' interim GM for two months in between the tenures of Glenn Grunwald and Rob Babcock in 2004? Oh, oh. I'm, try, I'm trying to think. I just remember, I just remember hating Rob Babcock. <laughs> this is a hard round, man. <laughs> This is a hard round. I just because like I remember I remember Rob, Rob Babcock's first decision as a GM and mm-hmm. it destroyed everything in my hope. Oh, he was truly awful at his job. There's no there's no denying that. Uh, do you guys have an answer? Uh, Five, four, three, two. I, I got nothing. One. I, I, All right. Nothing either. Uh, the correct I answer got... is Jack McCloskey, who was. Uh, the architect of the Bad Boys Pistons teams in the 80s, 90s. Uh, he was the GM of the Timberwolves for a bit as well. 
His final move, his final two moves as a general manager for the T-Wolves were to trade Danielle Marshall for Tom Gugliotta and to sign Derek Martin to a 10-day contract. So tying in Raptors history as well. Um, he never made a single transaction that. as the Raptors GM, but he was there for a little while. Uh, rest in peace, Jack McCloskey. I'm just so, so ashamed that we never got that, considering how impactful he was on the franchise. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I listened to the first round of this the other side of the bracket and got like you know basically every question or at least you know six out of seven or five out of seven well here's and the thing after the this first round is ridiculous here's the thing I, after... have to, I have to say that i feel a lot better that it's not just me sitting here going like Ugh. here's the thing is like i steeped in these dumb trivia questions all the time so like and i'm like looking up the answers as i come across them so they feel a lot easier to me i think probably yeah of course they're, they're easier when you can look up the yeah also like i've come up with so many for both hoop talks trivia nights and and for this that like i have to get deep i have to go harder and like as we get deeper into the tournament good god good luck to anybody who's still alive deep in the tournament yeah, yeah. i don't, I don't know, know what the hell i'm gonna this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Maybe throw it from here on yeah. <laughs> all right let's get to the question six the final question before the battle round uh and here we go how many Atlantic Division Championship branders are hanging at the Air Canada Center? Hanging. Um, Russell. Yep. Four. That is the correct answer, Russell. Uh, they won Ooh. the division in 06-07. That's Sam Mitchell, Coach of the Year season, which is crazy when you think about it now. Uh, and those then, three in a row. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, before the, the dastardly Celtics stole it from them last season. Here's hoping they get another banner for this year, along with a one-seed banner. Do you think they'll give like, a one-seed banner? Yeah, yeah, don't think so. We won the East while LeBron was in it, uh, at least in the regular <laughs> That's season. That's exactly what it should say, yeah. yeah. I feel like if they do it, they'll do it in, like, Draco VO colors. Like, it'll be, like, a, tro- a non-trophy <laughs> trophy. I just I just kept it in my head because I was like, they they did the divisional change. That's what that's what tripped me up on this question as I was thinking about the division because when they, when they reshuffle the divisions with the team additions. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Well, yeah, that's... Uh, Correct answer for Russell. I lost track there. 2-0 after six questions for Russell. So, Russell, you're going to go into the battle round question with the advantage, and you're going to go first. Uh, and how this works, once again, you go back and forth until there are three strikes or uh, there are just no more answers left to give. I have a feeling there will be some answers that you guys don't get on this one. This one, again, is hard, and I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what are we doing might as well, yeah, might as well uh, stick with the uh, with how this is going and make this one really hard. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, I think this is just me in, in a or respect. Like Raptors, all-time leaders in, in, in like, uh, technical fouls or something like that. <laughs> no, this is just me respecting both of your acumen as Raptors fans, I think. That's uh, how I'm going to sell it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here's the battle round question. Russell, once again, you get to go first, and we'll go back and forth. Okay. All right. During the 2008-2009 season, 19 different Raptors played or were on the roster for the Raptors at some point during the year. Name those 19 players. Russell, you go first. Oh, my God. The 2008-2009 season. All right. Um... Well, I'll start off easy, I guess, and go Chris Bosch. That is correct. Serge, over to you. 2008-2009. Jose Calderon. That is also correct. He played 68 games. Uh, This was one of his really good-ass seasons. 13-9. 
Yeah. Jose Calderon, very quietly excellent. Either way, back to you, Russell. Uh, out of respect for the ridiculously long name of this tournament that you have to say so many times, hilariously, uh, <laughs> Andrea Bargnani. Andrea Bargnani is correct. He was second on this team in scoring with 15.4 points a game and shot 40% from three on 3.7 attempts. And this is super weird because he averaged 5.3 rebounds a game. This might be Andrea Bargnani's best season at age 23. <laughs> he accidentally grabbed five rebounds. Yeah, he stumbled into some rebounds falling in his hands as he awkwardly fell on the ground. Uh, I, Serge, over to you. Um, only because I saw a big three notification about this uh, earlier this month is uh, Jamario Moon. Jamario Moon's playing in the big three? Yeah. Wow, he's also a correct answer, so congratulations there. Uh, he played 54 games, started 39, averaged 7.3 points and 4.6 boards. Uh, a revelation we came across with Jamario Moon earlier on this podcast was that he holds the all-time best season in terms of defensive win shares for any small forward in Raptors history. So, oh, no. <laughs> so ruminate on that. That's one of those stats where it has so many branches where you're just kind of like, that's not really a record. <laughs> When you listen back to the episode, you'll understand. Uh, all right, it is uh, 2-2, no strikes for anybody, and Russell, you're up. Okay. Um, 08, 09, you said, right? Yes. So that would have been the year... Thir- was the year of the Jermaine O'Neal trade, or was it the year he was... Jermaine O'Neal, anyway, he, he should have been there. That is correct. He played 41 games for the team and a tremendously disappointing season, averaging 13.5 points and 7 boards a game. Uh, over to you, Serge. I'm going to keep asking. Oh, we're going to keep asking the year. <laughs> yeah, it's 2008-2009. Uh, I feel like, okay, this is going to be a purely of a guess just because if I said Jamario Moon and I know they played together, it has to be Anthony Parker. Anthony Parker is correct. He started 71 games, played in 80 for the Raptors, uh, and was you know very quietly good. 10.7 points, four rebounds, 3.4 assists, uh, shot 40 or 39 percent from deep. Excellent player, Anthony Parker. Over to you, Russell. Three three, no strikes for anybody. Um, you kind of gave it away with the 41 games and bad uh, play from Jermaine O'Neal. I think that was the year they traded him for one Sean Marion. That is correct. I didn't really give it away because he only played the one season. So if he's in there, Sean Marion's in there also. Uh, but that's correct. He played 27 games. Uh, hated every second of it. 14 points, 8 boards, 2 assists. Uh, and yeah, he could not get out of here fast enough. 4-3. Surge, back to you. There are 12 players remaining. No strikes for anybody yet. Oh my god, I'm trying to think. It's about to get hard. Now, now, now I'm stuck in the in the power, power forward because like I remember that year because it was such a disaster at the position outside of Chris Bosh. I want to say Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys is correct. Uh, yeah, he was there. Yeah, he played 29 games, 4 points, 2.4 boards. A young and spry 23-year-old Prince Chris Humphreys. Uh, it's 4-4 now, going over to Russell. Uh, Russell, once again, you still have a two-point lead overall. And uh, no strikes for anybody. Who do you got? All right, this is where it gets shady. Um... Shady, crushingly depressing, you know, potato, (laughs) potato. I'm trying to remember now. Um, Before they traded for Marion, they would have had 
Moon starting most of those games. But definitely wings. Um, That's a good sound for uh, the podcast, that sound you just made. Sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) Uh, Aggressive exhale. (laughs) I want to say, and then... uh, Jason Capono. Jason Capono is correct. He that was the year he won the three point contest, right? Or was that the year he lost it? Uh, couldn't tell you. I don't know. Uh, that'll be a trivia question, I'm sure, at some point in the coming rounds. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he played. I'll, uh, check that. I'll look that up in case I advance. And get he it. played 80 games, started 12, <laughs> shot 43 percent from deep on 2.9 attempts, uh, 8.2 points a game. Yeah, whatever. Jason Capono, sure. Uh, Serge, over to you. It's five four for Russell. Um, no strikes for either of you yet. Now, see, now I'm just going through. Now I'm just going in my head through the draft of like the previous year to try to figure out. Well, that's not depressing at all. Uh, no, that's. I'm going to start drinking by the end of this. Uh, it was too late for. Okay, I'm going to take a shot in the dark, and but Joey Graham. Joey Graham is correct. Uh, he played 78 games, started 10, 7.7 points, 3.7 boards. Uh, he was fine. He shot 18% from three. On He, he was fine. On, on point two <laughs> attempts a game. Fine by Joey Graham standards. That's like one of his better seasons. Either way, it's uh, 5-5 in the round, 7-5 overall for Russell. No strikes yet, and there are uh, nine remaining players. I believe we're going to start getting strikes soon. Yeah, it feels that way. <laughs> um, let me see here now. We have named only one point guard so far. So I feel like that was... Uh, I'm probably not going to get this right because I think this was after him, but... TJ Ford. TJ Ford is incorrect. Crap. He was in that fact was he was traded for Jermaine O'Neal. Oh my God! Of course he was. Yeah. I've, I've, I've gotten that Jermaine O'Neal thing wrong completely. I, for some reason, I felt like he was there longer than that just part of one season. But you're right; he was only there. Yeah, you're very like wrong made, about Jermaine O'Neal. Big trades that same season. Yeah. Yeah, you're very wrong about his long and illustrious Raptors career. Um, yeah. So that's your first strike, Serge. Over to you. The door's open here for mm. a little bit. I was gonna, I was gonna thank you because my my choice was gonna be TJ Ford as well. <laughs> I, I went to, I went to the guards. Um, Who oh the heck God. was their point guard? That's what I'm trying to think. Oh. I'm, I'm trying to think through the guards. I want to say, uh, I'm gonna do it. Carlos Delfino. Carlos Delfino is incorrect. He was not on this team. Damn it. That was a good uh, guess, though. So that's your first strike, Russell. It's back over to you. Back in the driver's seat. Okay. Oh man, <laughs> this was a bit, not a very good team after the uh, beyond the like you know the decent starting lineup. No, this was a, a terrible, terrible team. They finished thirty-three and forty-nine. Yeah. I'm trying to remember other role players from that song. Um. This this is a shot in the dark, dark but. Uh, Pops Mensabansu. Pops Mensabansu is correct. He played 19 oh, games. Oh, nice. Uh, 5.1 points, 5.4 boards, and a million hearts uh, throbbed and 
I love that guy, man. Yeah. Uh, I love the, the name. I just I just basically picked him because I wanted to, to say the name. Like I was willing to take the strike on that one. But Pops is in like on the short list for Raptors who uh, like diehard fans per games played for the team. Like diehard yeah, fans. Yeah, like he played earned. almost no no games. Yeah, really. he played a grand total for the Raptors of thirty five games over two seasons. Uh, <laughs> he's in that PJ Tucker zone, I think. Uh, and, oh, like, totally. and like Bismack Biombo of like most per capita fans earned uh, yeah. if the capita is games played. Anyway, 6 uh, <laughs> 5 Russell. There are uh, eight players remaining. Surge over to you. You both have one strike. Uh, uh, and such a memorable name, too. Hell yeah. yeah. It's like one of those that you just kind of want to take. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think like through the litany of like terrible point guards that we've had. It's not a bad strategy. Um. Oh my god. Was that the year that we tried the uh, Quincy Doobie experiment? Holy crap! That is the year we tried wow. the Quincy Doobie experiment. He played I, seven games for the team, um, but he played. I just remember. I remember the name. I'm just <laughs> like Quincy Doobie. Good God! I. Oh. Oh, oh my god, this is the year where we had like seven point guards on the roster. Uh, yeah, hold hold your load a little bit. You got Quincy Doobie, relax. Uh, <laughs> you both got one strike, you're both at six. There's seven guys left. Over to Russell. What do you got? Uh. <laughs> also a good sound uh, for the audio media. Sucks. <laughs> You could, yeah, you can isolate these later and use them as drops. That's uh, a, I'm just going to make the podcast a supercut of your grunts. <laughs> that's basically all it is um man oh man we're really down to slim pickings how many more players are there to pick uh, from like, there are a grand total of seven players left you both have six there's seven guys left to oh play. yes oh my god <laughs> um I know this is probably wrong cause I'm pretty sure that he was already gone when we traded for O'Neal but Rasho Rational Dostoevich is incorrect. That is your second strike. Uh, uh, once again, the door opens for Surge. Surge, what do you got? Uh, uh, God, this is weird. We're scraping the bottomest of this barrel. I think this is actually like beneath the barrel. <laughs> it's just buried, buried, under, buried underground. Uh, uh, If this sucks to listen to, by the way, I blame I blame Sean. <laughs> the yeah. question. Yeah. Need <laughs> um, an answer. Uh, okay, screw it. Uh, Will Solomon. Holy shit! Will Solomon is correct. He played thirty nine games, started nine, and uh, had four point nine points a game, three point two assists. Uh, just, again, a resounding career. It's now 7-6 in the battle round and 8-7 uh, overall for Russell. Russell, you have two strikes. It's back to you. Don't screw this up. Yeah, this could be bad. Um, <laughs> was... I'm trying to think of just, like, crappy role players from that era... It's hard because there were so many. <laughs> I don't know if you could call them role players, really. No, yeah, not even. 
guys who filled time on our the roster in a year when it was like excruciating to watch games. <laughs> um, but I did, so I should know them. That was uh, a tough time. Need an answer. I don't know, Patrick O'Brien. Holy God! Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this is impressive. This makes up for the rough start, man. Good god. Patrick O'Brien, 13 games played, started 3, uh 4.7 points a game, 2.5 rebounds. Sure, man. Uh all right, it's 7-7. Surge over to you. You're sitting on one strike. There are five guys remaining. What I have got? I have a weird theory in my head and I'm most likely wrong, but I feel like there might have been a name that like we should have thought of. But and I don't remember this. When did we get? Oh, fuck, I'm going with this. Jared Jack. Jared Jack well, is incorrect. Year, I think. Jared Jack yeah. is incorrect. They brought him in the final year of Chris Bosch's tenure to try to convince yeah. him to stay because right. they were Georgia right. Tech ones. Um, so yeah, Jared Jack is incorrect. That's your second strike. Russell, it's over to you. There are five guys remaining on the team. I really like. I have no idea. <laughs> I can't believe you guys have gotten this far. To be honest, I'm blown away. <laughs> <laughs> like this was. This is a masterclass in Raptors minutia. Uh, oh, 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 oh! I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. I think I have something. Okay. Yeah, you should be because it's not your turn. Uh, now, all I can think about is the year after because one, like talking about Jack, reminded me that like, like they have. I think that's when they get a mirror. That's when they get. Uh, year after Russell we're talking about the 0809 season I know I've say, stated this a few times but I need an answer from the 0809 season I know but I'm trying to place things like Hito was the year after O'Neal and Marion so not him this isn't a math test you don't have to show your work <laughs> I know but otherwise it's just me sitting here in silence and, or sitting here grunting and you've already made it quite clear that you don't like my grunting no so. it's fine it's like it adds to the the whole Ambiance, I suppose. But I, need, uh, I do need an answer. I'll, I'll, I'll take my ex. Uh, I have no idea, man. All right, that is the third strike for Russell. Surge, you have to get two before you get your next strike in order to force a sudden death round. And if you I, get all five, I mean, shit, you win. That, um, that epiphany I just had was mostly because I went to my next default rhyme of thinking, and that was funny names. <laughs> And uh, I believe that Jake Voskel was at some point on that team. Jake Voskel was on this team. Uh, he played wow. 38 games, averaged 0. 0.9 points, <laughs> and, <laughs> and 1.6 boards over 6.3 minutes a game. Uh, so that's a, a feather in your cap, even if you end up losing. But you can tie it with a correct answer here, Serge, without a strike. What do you got? Um, I got, I'm going back to my point guard theory. I'm just going to go with Juan Dixon and let it ride. Juan Dixon is incorrect. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I like legitimately felt like a shot was going up at the buzzer there, and I was like waiting for it to go in. <laughs> you were uh, not totally wrong searching for point guards. The final guy in this team that I feel like you're going to be mad after I say him is Roko Ukic. Oh, yeah. He played 72 games for the team this season, 4.2 points, 2.1 assists. Uh, the final three names, another point guard, Marcus Banks, 
Um, in the first of his three seasons and like 30 games played over the course of three seasons with the Raptors, uh, uh, Hassan Adams, who played 12 games and averaged 0. 0.9 points, and then Nathan Jawai, Ozzy Shack, who played six uh, games. Uh, uh, that one sounds made up, but I remember him. What now. a horrible, horrible season. Just a, a god-awful season. This was not a god-awful matchup, though. It was a rough start, but you guys really rallied at the end. Uh, just truly impressive. Serge, I'm sorry you came just short, uh, but what do you have to say for yourself? And do you have anything you'd like to plug? I'm going to hang on to the fact that I got Jake Voschko. Yeah. Yeah, that's and Will win. Solomon. <laughs> and Quincy Doobie. Like, this you is... Know, it was impressive. It's a very... Yeah, it, it's been a very tough year for me, because I think that's when we moved to Toronto, and I really started watching the Raptors. Right. Well, like, uh, that one or the other. Um, this was great. Thank you for having me. This was a fantastic experience to find out how little I know about the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> At the end again, of the day. again, not your fault. Of regular questions, like you know, regular difficulty, we, we you would have done just fine. Yeah. The, fact, um, the, fact, the fact that you, the guys you pulled in that, you definitely proved your medal. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're not going home with the tail between your legs yeah. like uh, Justin Rowan or Mitch, or sorry, like Vitek Poppy or Mitch Robson. That's for sure. Um, and if you guys did enjoy the sound of my voice, there was more where that came from. Uh, check me out on Twitter and search Tacular. And uh, every Tuesday, the Ballin' Without Borders podcast goes up where I actually co-host with a Miami Heat fan. Oh, that sounds... Uh, I will listen to that. That sounds like the worst playoff series I've ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Amazing again. You have a much uh, nice, nicer voice than I, so listen to uh, Serge's podcast. Follow him at SergeTacular. Russell, congratulations! Yes. You, you, you snuck you one out there with a nine-eight victory. Uh, what would you I like? I the whole way. Yeah. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, I write at numberfire.com. Yeah, you do do that. There you, uh, there you go. Read about Russell's numbers, uh, and you can stick around for Russell's next appearance in the tournament, which will be a couple weeks from now. Still got to play Apparently. the final second days of the uh, final two days. Final second days. Good God. Uh, last two days of the opening round to get that all wrapped up, but uh, you'll be playing the winner of Joseph Vicharo or at McBeater, McBeeter, McBeeter. Uh, I don't. I I'll, don't that, I'll play that guy so I can hear you mess that up a bunch of times. Well, I'm sure his name is probably a little easier. I'm sure it's like Peter McB something, McBride or something. Uh, it's yeah. you, you've got less check off, so like I think you've. You fulfilled the quota. I do have one last plaque. I told everybody started about writing because I focus on podcasts, but uh, I also write for Grandstand Central. So read, read Serge's stuff. Uh, I'm sure he's going to write a big historical historical piece on Will Solomon after today. Um, at better. least, at least I hope so. And you should definitely check that out. Uh, Serge, thanks for coming on, man. Russell, congratulations. Uh, thanks Thank to the listeners for tuning Thank you. in to this. Putting one. up with that. <laughs> Thanks, thanks to the listeners for tuning into this marathon of a podcast. This is going to be like two hours when it's all said and done. We had two overtimes. Uh, high drama this week on the tournament. So uh, thanks to all our contestants. Thanks to the listeners for tuning in. And we will be back next week with another Locked on Raptors trivia episode. Uh, regular episodes for the rest of the week. Until then, help control the pod population. Have this pod uh, subscribed to, rated, and or reviewed on iTunes. And uh, have a good one, everybody. We will talk to you next time. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today.